Tuesday, the 14th of November, 2023, just in case you forgot what year it was. It's, uh, it's just me doing the tahi today. It's just so flying so solo. It's me, solo malo. Malo suifu. Evie is, um, Evie is, unfortunately, I think she's still trying to make a right turn out of the Royal Oak roundabout or something like that, so she's way, um, unfortunate. Uh, I'm holding down the show today. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I do. I really, sincerely, the weather was really nice, at least if you live in Tamaki Makoto. I don't know how it was around the rest of the country, but the rest of the country is null and void, as far as I'm concerned. Greatest city on earth. Um, what did I do? I went to the Reza, the old RSA, a classic, a staple. I went to that, um, it's like a RSA in Swanson. It's like deep west, west Auckland. It's flash, man. I've only ever been there to play pool. I've never gone there and like eaten. Food was great, man. Um, it was my Nana's 85th. Doesn't look a day over 60. She's still going strong. Um, it was nice. To, it was just nice to spend. It was like a very wholesome weekend for me, like hanging out with my nephews and nieces, my nan, just, you know, I don't think it, I don't think it gets more wholesome than that. I was quite happy with it. Uh, later on in the show, we got a ton going on, a ton of guests. Uh, Brandon Cherez joined me last week to talk about the release of his latest single, Junior, as well as the visuals that came out last Wednesday. Uh, we'll play out some of that interview. As well as joining me very shortly, Jupiter will be coming through the studio to talk about her latest single uh, and uh, upcoming EP dropping this Friday. Uh, we've got Headlines with my Wai Mirirangi coming up shortly. Uh, what else have we got? Well, we've got to call Evie. I don't know... I don't know how she's going to feel about this. You might remember John Oliver was talking about birds. Evie commented on John Oliver's comments about the birds. And now she's on the John Oliver show. But she doesn't know because they just used the clip. And John Oliver called her that woman. This woman... He said, this woman, and then he said, uh, I don't know how to debate something so wrong. So, I don't know if he's going to be excited about this, or have a deeply traumatic realization that she's gone global. You know what I mean? There's something about going viral unexpectedly that's not a fun feeling. Like, I think, like, everyone in this job, when you work in presenting, you're like, I kind of, I want something to go off. I want it to pop off. I want it to reach the masses. And then it does. And it's not the thing you want to reach the masses. It's you making, like, a... Like a poo joke or threatening John Oliver with a debate on national television about birds. It happens to the best of us, man. Regardless, we're going to get into the show, kicking things off with your weekend recap. Where you're pretty good. Your weekend recap brought to you by the one, the only, Why Midi Mahi Dog, Why Midi Dungi. Kia ora, I'm Waimirirangi and here are your headlines. Tuvalu residents able to resettle in Australia as climate change threatens its existence. Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has announced a new pact with Tuvalu, allowing residents facing displacement from climate change the ability to resettle in Australia. The agreement will see 280 people per year, given a special mobility pathway to live, work and study in Australia. Coromandel State Highway 25A to reopen in time for Christmas. The crucial Coromandel Link State Highway 24A, 25A will reopen on the 20th of December, three months ahead of schedule. The road, a key link to towns like Whangamata and Hahei, was damaged earlier this year when its bridge was washed out in storms. And since then, 
A 124-metre bridge has been built which spans the abyss of in the severed highway. Omegle shuts down after abuse claims. Popular live video chat website Omegle is shutting down after 14 years following user claims of abuse. The service, which randomly placed users in online chats with strangers, grew in popularity with young people during the COVID pandemic. Samoan journalist wins prestigious US Media Excellence Award. A veteran Samoan journalist has been awarded the prestigious Freedom of the Media Award for Excellence in Commentary and Criticism at the National Press Club in Washington. The award is in recognition for Langipoiva Sharao Jackson's outstanding work in advocating for the rights of minority journalists around the world. Scammers took almost 200 million from Kiwis last year. Nearly 200 million was lost by New Zealanders to scams over the past year, according to 11 of the country's largest financial institutions. The Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment spokesperson for Fraud Awareness Week, Ian Kaplan, said scammers were targeting everyone across New Zealand, but especially those with savings or investments who were looking to earn a little bit more from their money. Those are your headlines. So scammers have been on a bit of a rampage this year. 200 million. In New Zealand alone. Just in the last year. That's unreal. That is ridiculous. That's 200 millionaires. If you think of it like that. (laughs) 200 homes in Auckland. Yeah. Or maybe 150. These days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you... Well, yeah. So it got me thinking. (laughs) It got me thinking. Are you or someone you know part of that 200 mil? That, you know, is some of that money yours that got scammed? I've been close. You've been close? I've been close. Because they've been like... I And like, I think the thing is like, as young people, we're like a little more adverse to being scammed online yeah because we know how the internet works yeah older people seem to have the tendency to be the targets because they don't have i know yeah but in saying that scams have been getting more and more elaborate well like yeah you know because they they you know how they started doing it basically they could hack someone's like instagram account and then message the friends and be like hey bro i really need some help you send this money yeah and you're like oh like i know this person Mm. So yeah, it's and apparently text messaging has like there's been an increase in how them text messaging people now. But yeah, I I th- I thought the same. I was like, you know, younger generations, yeah, we're a bit more like alert to this sort of thing. But um, I was wrong because I'm part of that twenty oh, mil. Oh really? Well, kind of me, but kind of my partner as well. Basically, my I sent my partner a link to what I thought was the video to watch my little sister's kapahaka performance. Mm-hmm. I didn't think scammers were making links for, like, around Kapahaka, mm. secondary school Kapahaka comp. I was like, nah, there's, like, I didn't even think about scammers. Mm. So I sent him the link, um, and he tried to log in. I also tried to log in through that link, but when I started noticing that they were asking for all these details, I was like, maybe this isn't, this isn't the right link. But he was in a rush, so he just put his details in. Oh, no. And then, yeah, he lost some, he actually managed to get it back in the end. Mm. But yeah, he got like for a few days there was money just slowly coming out of his account. Yeah, because he had basically subscribed to like the to like give money daily oh. <laughs> to like some some different groups. Yeah, but he got it back in the end. But I was like, okay, this is a little bit of a wake up call, especially for me thinking like yeah. young people don't get scammed. Yeah, and then well, yeah, we got scammed. But yeah. mainly, he's like, I didn't. You got me scammed. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> you saw the replay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trooped on anyway, but that's on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's getting like, like I've had a couple 
there was one from my bank. Oh, like those text, ones, yeah. And it actually seemed really legit. And yeah. Uh, but like, I think there was just part of me that was like, um, I'm like, if this is still an issue tomorrow, I'll deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, my money's with the bank. If the money goes missing, yeah, the bank will fund it. Like, I was like, yeah, we'll yeah, just, yeah. we'll give it a day and see what happens. And sure enough, like later that day, I got a text saying like. Hey, you've been contacted by a scammer. Oh. I was pretty happy. Like they were pretty quick with it. Like yeah, later that day, like, trade me actually really good. Like oh, I've okay. had some um, scams come through in the messages. Yeah, and they've been like, I've gotten emails like, Hey, do not text this number. Yeah, do not call this number. Like they've been really like, I think everyone is aware that scams are up. Yeah. So like people like organizations are being more vigilant of these scammers, which is great. What? I'm very grateful. What is it that the scammer needs? for you to be scammed like is it your credit card number or is it like your account number like what are the details that they need for them to be able to actually now be able to take money out of your account because i don't know so like the the old way that it used to be done was like the very very simple way which i wouldn't even call hacking but just like information gathering was if your facebook wasn't private i could Mm. go to your facebook and i could see um because i learned how to do this in high school because i don't know (laughs) I could see the photos and names of all your pets. I could find your mother's. I could find your mother on Facebook, your father on Facebook, your siblings, your best friends, everything like that. And then all I had to do was reset your security, uh, your password, and go to your security question. And your Facebook had all that. Really? What was your first pet's name? Well, it's on Facebook. What's your mother's maiden name? It's on Facebook. Yeah. It's not hard to figure it out, right? That was the old school way. I think I don't know if they, that brute forcing was you just chuck a bunch of passwords in yeah. and things like that. But I think. As long as they can get access to one piece of your communications, if that's your emails, like the highly coveted one, yeah, um, then they can get access to a bunch of other stuff. Man, that is stressful because I also am just not very creative with passwords. <laughs> so, like, I feel like once you figure one out, you're you're in like you've got all my all, all my them. logins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they say that the best password is a phrase with key uh with um some symbols and numbers but it should be a phrase it shouldn't just be like why midi dungy this 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 yeah yeah uh, yeah like a number it should be like um I'm please having... let me into the house 1993 or oh, something like okay. that with some exclamation marks they say that that's probably the strongest password you could make it might so, be time to start resetting passwords be. then because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's scary <laughs> yeah it, it, it's pretty scary out there Joining me on the show today, I got two illustrious guests joining me in the studio. Uh, very grateful to have Brandon Shiraz, Bryce Tobin joining me. How are we, boys? How are we? We good. good. We good. We good. Healthy. Yes, sir. It's a real pleasure to have you guys in the studio, and always good to have you back, Brandon. Uh, we've interviewed over the years when I was doing radio and things like that, and to finally have you in the studio, bro. I'm very yeah, grateful. Right. Oh. You've had a very busy year. Um, it was earlier this year. It was this year, right, that you dropped the self-titled EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real like Feb or March. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've had your like collaborative efforts with a ton of musicians. One I really enjoyed was your work with Mokumokwe, Dustin Ghost, and Manu. Um, and here you are off the back of the release, your latest single and visuals finally here. Tell us a bit about it. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a track called Junior. It's the first. Uh, I mean, I've dropped stuff like with, with other people since putting out the project earlier in the year, but this is like the first, like first Brandon Shiraz follow up to to the to the project earlier in the year. And uh, yeah, I just 
would wanted to wanted to come back with something something big, something something crazy. Yeah, did the video over in the islands. Yeah, not much to it, just. <laughs> <laughs> and Bryce, you're the director of this music video. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, how did you boys come to work together? I've oh, known yeah. this guy since he was like 15 years old. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Long Future. time. Future. We used to hang out at the grow room and stuff. And this, oh, wow. This dude and LSJ were like the young sort of prodigies of the of that era and all that sort of stuff. We used to sneak them into the clubs yeah, and all that yeah, sort yeah, of thing, yeah. you know, when they were youngins and couldn't get in and all that. But uh, yeah, known them long time, you know. Saw them grow into the people they are today so hmm. so it's going to be pretty special for you two to come together and do this single <laughs> back in the cook islands yeah mate absolutely yeah. yeah something i really appreciated about the visuals was that um i suppose like coming from like a when i worked in radio we did a lot of reggae and when we talk about the cook islands it's beaches it's boats yeah, yeah. it's you know all that kind of stuff the visuals not to say that it made the cook islands look bad but it was a side <laughs> of the cook islands that tourists probably don't Nah, connect nah. with the cook islands was that a goal yeah that was like that was, that, that was like one of the main things like that we we wanted to do because I, I, I i've been thinking about doing a video on the islands for like years and like talking to my dad about it and all that and just saying like yeah, yeah we we just want to show all the just all the grease and all the like i don't know you get so many videos of of people doing like singing on the beach and doing all this all, all this like which is yeah yeah that, that stuff's all good but yeah i just wanted to i just wanted it to feel like just like real life and like sort of how it like what i saw growing up over there and all that just all the just walking around with machetes and yeah just goats on the back of the truck and, and <laughs> it's, all of that can but, i just you in a nike tracksuit on the back of the truck with a goat yeah, was like a yeah. real wild energy mm. bro. <laughs> i was just like yeah, and yeah. also seeing people on the islands wearing pants i was just like yeah, in Samoa it's like 30 40 degrees yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not too bad in the cooks eh? like yeah, yeah bro it was like Everyone over there was saying that like the winter was like freezing this oh, year, true. which which like compared to over here, it's like think they're like oh, bro, this is summer in Auckland, like, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, like yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was it was still like mad hot over there, but like see my dad walking out like with his hanky and scarf on and all that, and, like <laughs> you think he's having a joke or something? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> some of the iconic places from the music video obviously you were fortunate enough to film at the Sheraton are you able to tell me a bit about how that came to be yeah how did that come about this dude's dad actually like pulled a lot of strings to get us oh, in there um, when we first hit them up they just weren't keen at all to like <clears throat> showcase this 20 year old abandoned building or yeah, whatever yeah. the hell but yeah the dad his dad got in there Terry shout out Terry yeah did his thing we're at the we're at the gate for the longest time with the security just being like nah like this isn't happening all this sort of stuff but yeah we eventually we got in they allowed us to film like within the facility just not film the outside and all that mm. it was also yeah, it was a cool place yeah also because i think because they're like redeveloping the whole place or trying to or whatever mm. but like i think um so yeah it was, it was good to film in there because like it could be like the last time it kind of mm. looks like that mm. maybe uh, it'd be yeah nice, it'd be it nice is. to see them renovate it up because it's in a good spot too yeah yeah, yeah. Like, that's crazy sure. it's they've started like oh yeah some of the buildings at the front are all done up but it looks like new apartments almost oh mm. true yeah yeah that's yeah, mean yeah. oh yeah, that's that's crazy sure. to see. yeah I, I i appreciate because i think like the cook islands is one of those i think one of those pacific islands that really just people don't 
get to fully immerse themselves in the culture of the Cook Islands or maybe some of the behind the scenes stuff. Mm. Yeah, my mom was kind of like making a joke about the video saying it's like a like an anti-tourism ad. So <laughs> 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 I was kind of cracking up it, but but yeah. No, I think, I, think it's, I think it's a really special video too. I think it was real cool because it looked like it was just you and a bunch of your boys hanging out. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and, and all the like, all the scenes that we shot were pretty much like we didn't have to organize that that much like in, in, in advance we didn't have to um, we pretty much just like rocked up to every every spot and kind of just talked to whatever locals that were there even the goat that was in the in the back of the truck that was actually when we were filming the bikes we were supposed to have this guy bring a truck afterwards and he said that he had a goat or his neighbour had a goat or something and then last minute he he was like oh yeah the goat has gone walkabouts i don't know if we can do it today so so we ended up having to wrap it up after we were filming the bikes and then the next day when we're shooting the the old lady hanging the washing at the spot where we were filming that we just see that there's a goat there so yeah this is the next day after the bikes and then yeah so we see there's a goat there there's a bunch of goats walking around we had a truck and then so i was we were kind of just talking about like oh yeah should we just like just take one of these goats just borrow it for a couple of hours and then um yeah there was a guy planting like sort of not far from where we were he was on some yeah, yeah just take it just take it like don't don't know who owns it but but just uh just take it for a ride and then so yeah we just bring it over to the truck put it in drive around for like a couple of hours and just dropped it home after and that's mm-hmm. yeah that's that's how that happened <laughs> Yeah, that's just the far to go. <laughs> yeah, took yeah, it yeah. for a drive, bro. Dropped it off home at the end yeah, of the day. Just, just raro things. Yeah, <laughs> got well, fed well as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. you did. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably you'd have to feed. Had to pay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. We, we, we feed a goat. We uh the the guy that we were with like goes and cuts off the hedge, and then just chucks chucks it in the truck. He's like, yeah, yeah. This is like chocolate to them or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Now he was. He, yeah. Now he was well behaved though. It was. It was <laughs> I was pretty surprised. I thought it was going to be more of a more of a shambles, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've, I I feel like this video though is since because it's something I wanted to do for so long, mm. and like and now that we finally sussed it, feel, yeah, I feel like this is something that's a bit of a milestone, and also kind of just like kind of just the start of of like it's the first video I've done over there, but Def trying to keep going back, this and that. I kind of want to do a video on all of the islands in the Cook Islands yeah, one day. Yeah, would be like going to like Otsutaki and stuff, eh? Yeah, mate. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, that would that would be a lot of work. Because you, yeah. you, like, you go back and forth between New Zealand and Cooks a lot. You spend most of your time in Rara? Yeah, 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 just yeah. over in Rara. Pretty much just because, uh, yeah, like, just my whole family's over there. Mm. Uh, my mom and my dad don't really, like, have much over here. So, yeah, it's pretty much just, like, yeah, it's just like the same as like when the when the boys go home up north or they go TGA or whatever. Like I'm, yeah, people crack up because I'm always just oh yo. I don't even know when you're in the cut. Every <laughs> yeah, time yeah. I try to tease something up, I'm like, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, you are going to yeah. be here coming up later this month when the Renaissance tour, not the Beyonce one, the local <laughs> hip hop one happens. Um, tell me a bit about this gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, was it November twenty fifth? Um. Yeah, that bit of a stacked lineup. It's over at Galatos, uh, Naughty, and and those guys. They bring it over. The, uh, this brother from from America. He's actually a Samoan dude from America called uh, Natia. And then 
yeah, there's a bunch of us on the lineup, Mokumokai and Eno and Dirty, which is a bit yeah, of a crazy yeah, one. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's not. There's, there's the t-shirts going. There's uh, there's all sorts. The boys kind of went went all out for this one. Tickets on sale. It's gonna be a bit of a vibes. Looking forward <laughs> to it, man. I'm gonna be there for sure. Um, so, yep, this latest single, Junior. It's available on all streaming platforms. That's the one. Uh, the music video is available on YouTube now. Is that the best place for people to go check it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you get the full. Full 4K. And uh, where can listeners keep up to date with everything Brandon Jarez and Bryce Delvin? Instagrams, <laughs> your YouTubes, yep. your TikToks. Yep, at Brandon Jarez and at Silu376 underscore, two underscore, yeah, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, mate. hey, congratulations on the release, man. I'm really excited for Nick, I suppose I imagine there's probably more music on the way, right? Next year, yeah, always, always, always. This undefeated work rate, bro. Yeah, man. This actually isn't isn't even the last single of of the year. No, yeah, yeah, we got we got heaps coming. For those who probably have been following along, uh, you every week go off and you study Maori. Yeah, and this isn't just Maori language. This is Maori cultural traditions yeah. and, and processes and things like that. Yeah. And this weekend you had one of the big ones. Yeah, so it was basically like the finale for our course. And so the year started off with like a porphyry to welcome all the new students and stuff. But it was like very much led by the teachers of the course and stuff like that. Um, I don't even think, yeah, our first, oh, well, it was, more, it was actually a mihi whakato, which is like a chiller version of a porphyry. And I think that was purposely done because they were like, Oh, we you know we can't expect our students to be able to like a lot of them are beginner we're beginner level so we can't expect them to be able to like lead on their own to have a kai karanga to have like someone to speak on the pai pai which what's the English word for that orator bench mm. something like that where the speakers sit yeah, yeah. um and so yeah so they were like they pretty much taught us a few things in the year we've had a few practice rounds of porphyry and they're like okay to finish off the year we'll let the students just run a porphyry they can invite their family and like we'll as teachers we'll just sit back and be there to support but we're not going to do anything you know like we're not going to step in um and that's exactly what happened and it was so cool to see like the change from the first porphyry we didn't have a speaker at our like at our first mihi whakato like i think someone just got up really quickly and said in english like oh you thanks Thanks for having us. Mm. And then we sang. Um, this is like a joke in the Māori world. Like, the typical go-to song, if, like, you don't really know what song to sing to support someone who just spoke, is Te Aroha. Like, everyone will just sing that because we're like, oh, guaranteed everyone knows this yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's sing it. It's short <laughs> and everyone knows it. And so we sang Te Aroha at our nice. first Mihi Pakato. But this time we had a couple people to get up and speak. And they did it all in Te Reo. They were up there for like, you know, five minutes each. My partner was one of them and it was really cool to see like this was his first time being able to stand up and do a full reo fai kōrero. And like um, it's just cool to see people's like how much they've changed. We've had people who for the first time ever have been able to speak to their grandparents in Te Reo oh. and like their grandparents had never had any moko who could speak to them. Mm. And like I'm like that's so special that you – got to experience you know that they got to experience that because a lot of these grandparents are like on their last legs and so it's cool that they got to like experience this <laughs> saying someone's on their last legs is wild wait how do you nicely say then 
They're on the way they're out. On, I don't yeah. know. No, there is no <laughs> nice. There's no nice way to say. They're they're reaching their prime. Yeah, yeah. Know? I just mean like they got to do it, you know. Oh, here comes the fist again. Here. My fist is yeah. coming out. Yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, so we ran the property went well. Um and then I was like it got me thinking like for some people this was their first time running a porphyry. And for some people, this is their first time attending one. Hmm. What are like the do's and don'ts on a marae? Because there's, I know it can be scary if it's your first time. Yeah, like me personally, I have only ever been to a marae a few times. There was like, to be honest with you, a lot of people like to do meetings there. Not here. This yeah, is yeah, like yeah. when I've done voluntary work and things like that. But they never explain it. So you're kind of just like there is like a yeah. barangi like, oh yeah, okay. Just is. follow the crowd to see yeah, what, you what know. people do. Yeah. Or... Tongues. Oh yeah. So you know, like, and uh, like, besides, and I'm always a guest. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I'm never actually like, I've never really been fano or the marae, so yeah. I've never really had to like go and do the mahiko into like the farikai and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I've always just been like this very like drifting person. So I've always been curious. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there are like, a f- I think the common ones are like take your shoes off mm. before you like enter the farinui. Mm. Um, I actually got a little list. These are so your do's and don'ts at the marae. Do the dishes, even if you're a guest. If you're a guest or if you're a host, do the dishes. Um, <laughs> don't... Oh, don't just walk on like if you've never been there. Mm. At this marae, um, we're, like, in the this one that we had our porphyry at. I think we're, like, in the middle of, like, a popular trail walk. So we oh. get, like, lots of people just, like, walking on their trail and then, like, oh, what's happening? And then they might just, like, walk into the whare with their shoes on and we're, like, oh... Sorry, you don't actually, you can't do that. That's so <laughs> you outrageous. Know? That's, that's just the yeah, idea yeah. of someone just being like, just going to have a look inside yeah, this yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. Well, the, I know, I get that inside's beautiful. Like, we've got all these carvings and you're curious, but I'm like, just like, look around and see who you can ask. Why are there a massive pile of, <laughs> of shoes, shoes at the door? <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Um, do, oh, do start the wire to Totoko, which is the support song for the person who's speaking. If they're talking too long, you can do that. Wahinema, ladies. You sing them out. If they're ta- if those matuas are talking for way too long and you can feel that everyone's like, okay, this needs to wrap up, you can actually get up and start singing a song and they just have to stop talking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, since I've learned that, I'm like, okay. But I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if I'm just going to get up and start. It's If it's dramatically long, mm, you know? Yeah. Do you reckon I could sing out somebody saying prayers before we eat? After they've been talking for like 10 minutes, you're going to just like... Start doing it. Yeah, you mean yeah, yeah. they're doing a prayer and you start singing over it or you start singing a prayer? No, because they've been praying for like 10 minutes. Oh. And then just be like... Oh, I would like to introduce that in my family yeah. sometimes. I feel like it's a necessary. Yeah. It's a cross-cultural. Yeah, yeah. I think that goes, yeah. yeah. That goes a lot like through to a lot of cultures. Um, don't be scared to ask questions and do keep your kids in check. We love having tamariki at the marae, but if they start doing... Like, again, if they're walking in the building with their shoes on, we had one who actually bought a Bluetooth speaker and started playing it over the fire corridor. But no Ooh. one's telling the kid what to do. Yes, this is parenting right. advice from someone who has no kids. Yeah. Keep keep them in check. We're going to be better parents because we know <laughs> the standards. that they're... I know people are going to be like, well, parenting is something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. play their Bluetooth speaker. And them... that's why. During the fire corridor as yeah. well. I'm like, Mm-mm. You know the billboard charts? Like Billboard Hot 100, yeah, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah. The thing that K-pop stars are always on these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I like hadn't thought about the Billboard charts in a while, like genuinely. And then I kind of remembered them, and I was like, I wonder what's going on in the Billboard charts. And I went on their Twitter, and I was cracking up because they have all these tweets that are like so specific 
about like a milestone an artist has like reached. Mm. So it'll be like Taylor Swift's new song is the highest grossing pop song from a female singer of all time that wasn't part of a movie and is after the year 1995. Yeah. And it's just like... Okay. Oddly specific. Like, it's just like, okay, let's go. Like, I, it's yeah. just like, okay. Like, <laughs> and there's so many of them. Mm. And like, because K-pop fans as well, like, get very excited when an artist they like is on the Billboard 100 because it's like global and yeah. it's like exciting when your artist is like getting globally big. Yay. Um, and it would be like... John Gook hits the Billboard Top 100. He's the fastest selling um, ex-boy group member on a solo album, not from America, to ever reach this milestone. And it's just like so specific. Mm. Like it's not, we're not like boiling it down to just like best selling album of all time by a female artist. Nah, we're not worried about that. We want to get into the details of this. You know what I mean? But um, I'm trying to think about what really specific shout out we could give ourselves. Like, most words spoken on podcast by blonde woman from Hutt, Evie Orp, you know? In a 45-minute span. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the year 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the last three months or something. Yeah. 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 Um, least amount of opinions from white, straight, male on podcast in 2023. In 2023. Do you know what? You might actually be a real contender for that. I would actually be, yeah. See, right, right. Yeah, I would be a contender for the least amount of opinions. Yeah, I think that, and that's a badge of honor, man. Like, these people <laughs> said, who, who is that guy? Okay, don't know what podcast this is. I've only seen clips of it because I would literally never watch it. Mm. Um, but it's that guy, and he gets all these women, and he's like, you're not a 10 to me. You're like a 4 to me. No offense, but it's true. Oh, it's like, I, no, what, are a, you, what are you up to? There's a few of those. And they like, it like they like get a bunch of uh, the girls that do OnlyFans and like basically berate them for doing OnlyFans. And I'm like, why are these girls going on this show? I think they give them money. They must. They eh? must do. But there's always one of the girls who goes on because she's like smarter than him and wants to like mm. roast him. And those ones are fun. But I just don't understand why you'd sit down one day and go, do you know what I want to make my career out of? Bullying women. Yeah. Like, dude, just tell Plus, you're going to be a virgin forever and leave it at that. What's that little TikTok song? Another way to do it with a podcast. Another yeah. way to do it with a podcast. Did, yeah, did, 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 I feel did, like did, did, we did, did. may have oversaturated the market, lads. Well, yeah, I think just like, you know, in general. I think. It is Tuesday, which means new music. This week's featured artist, Fiddle, a personal favorite of mine. She's an absolute star, real talent. Uh, she is the younger sister of Sammy J, if you know who that is, the phenomenally talented musician. Um, Fiddle, on her own right, is remarkable. Her latest single, No Hard Feelings, featuring Mike T, it's on the Tahi list, as well as a ton. This week, I ditched Globals, because Harry's been away, so I've been handling new music. Up next, Brandon Shiraz with Junior, Georgia Lines, Romeo, Jackson Owens, baby. Keep calling. That Jordan with a Y, Mohi, and Choice of On record, Sit Go, is phenomenal. It's on the list. We've got Teo Glacier, Who Do You Love, Robinson, It's All Over You. Yassi Music has Beats, latest single, CY, Yaya, Seven Lovers, also the name of her EP, which is streaming now. And closing us off, Ursha Island, Iris Zhang, and Jeff Ong, like the other kids. Phenomenal record, I think really important to our Aotearoa Asian community. I think it's a story that I think a lot of people will relate to outside of the Asian community, but I think it's very special to them. All of this and more added to the Tahi list available on Spotify or streaming 24-7 over on Tahi.fm. Check it out. Joining me on the show all the way from London, originally based here in Aotearoa, though we have the fabulous illustrious guest today, Jupiter. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. You mentioned (laughs) that you were a bit jet-lagged. Have you just flown in? Um, I arrived on Friday night. 
which so yeah a few Sto- days it, ta- it takes some time <laughs> yeah with jet lag and well, stuff like that i was talking to my sister and she said that apparently it's one day for every hour of time difference oh, and really? there's like 13 hours yeah. time difference yeah but i'm only in new zealand for 13 days so i'm like Apparently it's going to take me 13 oh. days to get over the jet lag, but then, then I leave. And then you're going to have to <laughs> then do it I'm going to have again. to do it all again. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, 13 hours is a bit different from like three hours going yeah. to Australia or something like yeah. that. But thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you're here, obviously. You've got a EP on the way, mm-hmm. a release party coming up. You've got a new record. Um, but for those who might not know a bit about you, I figured we'll just start off with the basics. Sounds a little generic, but... Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, okay, about me. Where does the name come from? Um, the name was a childhood nickname. Oh, really? So, yeah, I have so many nicknames. Like, <laughs> my mum calls me P, um, and, like, my uncle calls me Jukester. And so my name's Julia. Mm. So I have so many nicknames. I don't know where P comes from. Yeah, I was so gonna say. <laughs> But yeah, my auntie called me Jupiter from when I was a kid. Oh. And I was like, I need a cool name because, like, Julia's not... Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, a bad name. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, not cool. And I was like, I want something really cool. And then I was like, Jupiter. And then I was talking to my auntie one day randomly. And she's like, hey, Jupiter. And I was like, oh, my God. I should call myself Jupiter. There we go. I bet she's pretty happy. She can yeah. And then um, I was like, I can't really just call myself, like, the planet. Like, spell it the same. Because that's not Googleable, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'll just put an A on the end instead of an ER. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. How'd you get into music, like making music? Was it like through church or school or? Um, I've kind of been making music like all my life, I guess. Like my parents are musicians, so like it's always been around the house. And then, um, yeah, I've been in like bands um, since like high school, I guess. And then I decided to go off on my own mm. and make my own songs. And so yeah, I've been doing doing like the Jupiter thing for like a year or two years maybe. Mm. So, yeah. are, you, are you quite happy with the progression you've seen over the last year or two doing your solo thing? Yeah, it's exciting having like full creative control because mm. like when you're in bands, there's so many. But I love being in bands, but there's so many different like opinions and like people to like make decisions yeah yeah. but yeah. i literally it's just me and i make all the decisions which actually is kind of stressful to be honest but <laughs> yeah but what do you think's worse is it is the pressure of being a solo artist harder or is the ease of being in a band but not having that creative control better what do you reckon you prefer that is a great question um <laughs> i don't know i feel like both have so many pros and cons mm. um but I mean, I guess the good thing also about being solo is that I, when I play live, I have a band with me. Mm. So, like, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. to make all the decisions and then also have a band on yeah. stage. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so, obviously, you got into music. You've been around for a while through bands and stuff. You're here on your solo. Um, what is sort of the inspiration? I know that sounds super shit. <laughs> who are your inspirations? But I, I suppose when it comes to the sound of music that you're making... Where do you draw inspiration from? Um, when I like first decided that I wanted, because I had a bunch of songs, and mm. I was like, I want to make like my a little solo project. Mm. I was like, I want it to sound like music from early two thousands, like rom coms, mm. or like um, like one of the main reference songs that I gave to my producer was the song "Perfect Day" from Legally Blonde. Oh, it's really? It's like the first song, like in the like opening scene when she's like riding her bike and like getting ready in her like what are they called sorority or whatever they're yeah, called yeah, yeah, yeah. um 
And yeah, so I was like, I wanted to sound, I want my music to sound like it could like fit in like Legally Blonde, yeah. which is like my favorite movie. High ambition, <laughs> see the bar really high. I, but it's like, that is like quite a, not to say the sound is trendy, but I think like we're sort of in this realm where like the Y2K era yeah. is like very much, a fashion in particular is something that we're starting to see and, and I think it's quite a cool idea to go with that route with music too. Yeah. Like, there's still some of the best records like still for like Y2K like early yeah. 2000s and stuff like that yeah for sure Um, so this latest single of yours uh, are now out with an accompanying visual mm-hmm. Want You Back mm-hmm. um, talk to me a bit about this single Um, I wrote the song when I had COVID oh. in last year <laughs> and yeah I didn't well I wasn't that sick from COVID luckily thankfully Um, but I was hanging out my washing and I was like humming just a random melody, which mm. ended up being the pre-chorus to the song. I have like a voice note on my phone, and like basically all you can hear is wind, because <laughs> it was so <laughs> windy that day. And like there's a voice note on my phone of me like singing the pre-chorus, mm. which is the lyrics that say like she messaged me 140 times before too, because um, I was yeah, you know when you like first start like seeing someone and you're like constantly messaging yeah. them. So, yeah, that was, and then, but I was not really interested in this person, and I was like, how many times can you message me in, like, (laughs) in a day? It's only two o'clock. And I, like, started counting these messages, and I was like, this is too many messages. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I mean, the whole song is really about, like, wanting someone back. (laughs) Um, This is the same person that sent you the 140 messages? No, so, I mean, I guess the premise of the song is, like, I've started, like, seeing someone new, but this new person just always reminds me of, like, my ex, kind uh, of. Ooh. So, like... That's <laughs> yeah, rough. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this new person messaged me that many times. Mm. And then, because the lyrics say, she messaged me 140 times before, too. That's 140 times more than you. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I just was like, I'm just not interested. And then it made me really sad. And then um, I was like, damn it, I miss my ex. Mm. Um, and then I went into my room and wrote the song in like five or ten minutes. Um, and then, mm. <laughs> yeah. And then I like walked out of my room to my flatmate and I was like, Morgan, I wrote a song. Who She also had COVID. Mm. Oh, does she have COVID? Yeah, she did. I mean, we were like, I wasn't isolating from her, so I guess she did. Um, and I was like, I wrote a song. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, let me hear it. And then, yeah, I played it to her. And then I saw her for the first time in, like, a year and a half the other day. And she was like, I remember when you wrote that song. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, you were hanging out your washing. I was like, wow, you really do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really depressing song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from when you were hanging out your washing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, um, do, do you, how, what's the, is it quite a nice release to put feelings on? to wax like to, to make a record about some of the feelings you have yeah and make a personal record is it quite a nice release or is it very stressful actually both yeah. <laughs> it's like quite therapeutic you know mm. and yeah it's it is it is a release but also my lyrics are not subtle at all no I noticed and, uh... that they're very t- <laughs> I, I kind of like that I don't have to do too much interpretation yeah. it's like this is what I'm telling yeah, you yeah there's this no metaphors it. involved yeah, it's just yeah. like here you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's a it's a a really I, I, I really enjoyed it because it was a very I think it was a very unique record and like unique in like a positive way not in like a oh this is a very special song <laughs> um, but and I also really appreciate when artists are just so personable 
and honest. Um, the visuals are out now. Uh, I really like your that yellow jacket that you're wearing in the visuals. Oh my god, I was gonna wear it today. Oh really? That, yeah. yeah, that jacket was sick. <laughs> I was gonna wear it, but I didn't. Um, that, yeah, so those visuals are available everywhere. Uh, who was the music director in that behind that, by the way? Um, my friend in London, her name's Alex. Mm. She um, she kind of made the whole thing for me, mm. which was cool. Um, and then my cousin, who moved to Scotland around the same time that I moved to London, came to London and helped out as well. Oh, so nice. a little bit of a friend slash family mm. affair. So actually, am I able to ask, how long have you been living in London? Um, I moved in July 2022, so oh, yeah. a year and a, almost a year and a half. Mm. Was yeah. that a lot of to do with pursuing music, or was that just a... No, nah, I was just bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah, like, I I'm, and I, I have a British passport because my dad was born there. Oh, So okay. I was like, I can just go to London and live, and I left being like, maybe I'll just like go for like a couple months and mm. see what happens, and then... Now I've been there a year and a half. Yeah. And I'm still like, I don't know how long I'm going to stay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like going with the flow, I guess. What's the difference, I suppose, in terms of the music industry from there to here? Because I know a lot of people talk about how New Zealand is a very supportive place, music industry. Yeah. Wise. Is it similar in any way there? Well, I still haven't really found my feet in the industry over there, really. I've done a couple of gigs and like, I have a couple of like friends who I've kind of reached out to just, like, online. Um, but, yeah, New Zealand music industry is so, like, I guess unique mm. like, as well in a positive way because everyone's so supportive and, like, there's such, like, a tight-knit community as well. So mm. it's, like, kind of scary going somewhere where, like, you don't know anyone and you don't know where you fit in and, like, stuff like that. But I've done a couple gigs and, oh, yeah, just like me by myself, because normally I play with a band, which mm. kind of suits the vibe of of Jupiter better than mm. playing by myself. But yeah, it's scary. Mm. Um, but the people I have met are really have been really nice, so oh, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that will like it's a like sharpening your sword, right? Yeah, I think that just makes you such a more uh, multi-talented artist with these different facets and these different things that you're able to deal with if you've gone through this experience. So mm. it's very exciting. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear this fully P uh, dropping this Friday, correct? Yeah, 17th of November. Uh, you've got a performance at Whammy Bar. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, it's at Whammy, uh, Whammy Backroom mm. um, oh, yeah. on Friday. And yeah, that's kind of why I'm back in New Zealand, but also not really. I kind of... I found really cheap flights and I was like, I'm going to go home. Why and then not? I was like, I'm going to release my EP and I'm going to do a show while I'm there. Because I have been wanting to release the EP, but I wasn't really sure how to do it over there. Mm. And like, because I am like, this is my home, New Zealand, and I wanted it to be something that is connected to my home. Mm. So I'm excited about playing a show. And I guess I was like, I don't really know how to, I don't know if anyone would come to a show if I did one in <laughs> London. <laughs> like, I yeah, don't have that yeah. many friends yet, you know. I've got, like, my football team. They'd probably come. But, yeah, um, yeah so I was like, I want to do a show, and, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's yeah. good. So that's uh, Whammy Bar this Friday, November 17th. Mm -hmm. uh, where can people keep up to date with everything Jupiter, new music, the EP, and the concert? Where's the best place for people to find that stuff? I'm mostly on Instagram. Nice. That's where I post most of my things. I try and remember about other social media, but it's really hard, you know? I when we I always ask artists if they use Facebook, and whenever they tell me, I go, 
what aunties are you trying yeah. to post your music to? <laughs> yeah. I don't know any of you. I don't have a Facebook. So I'm like, I don't know who's on Facebook. Like, I feel like Instagram's the place to go. So it's Jupiter on Facebook. It's Jupiter was here. Okay, and yeah. how do we spell Jupiter? J-U-P-I-T-A. Boom, there we go. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks for uh, having me. Congratulations in advance for the release of your EP. Thanks. Um, I'm scared, but yeah, I'm excited. You should be excited. That should be the overwhelming feeling <laughs> yeah. for this. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again. We appreciate your time. Um, hope the show goes well and safe travels back to the UK. Thanks. That is about all the time we have for today's show. Thank you for tuning on in. Evie is not stuck in the Royal Oak roundabout. Have you been through that yet? I don't even oh, know. Oh, you are missing it. Oh, wait. Do you know a part of the car? Yeah, but you I just don't know place names in Auckland yet. Maybe I have been The there. Royal Oak roundabout is a traumatic experience for most. Wait, is that the one? It um, has like eight turn-offs. Oh, no. That's not the Green Lane one, is it? Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah. Very similarly, like difficult i don't like when roundabouts have multiple lanes yeah you need to go because it's like royal oak is like you have to i feel like i feel like the only way you should be able to get a driver's license in new zealand is you have to go through royal oak roundabout okay. at least like three times i feel like you just need to go experience just what go around a horrible the horrible job they did with that like oh, it's so bad they've renovated right. it and it still sucks but Oh, no. Like it's like a, it's an experience. I feel like I have. Uh, is it? Nah, I'm not even gonna ask for it. Is don't worry. I feel like I have been. I've been through a really weird one that's got weird exits. Mm. Like There's a few lots of, those of random Auckland. exits you don't see until you've gone past them. Mm. Yeah. It, you might be. To- it might be Royal Oak. Yeah. Um, it's a fun experience that I feel like everybody fun for the you know, all ages. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> it's, a, it's very stressful to drive <laughs> through, but I feel like you have to do it. Um, Evie's not stuck at the Royal Oak roundabout. She is in uh, Queenstown. Um, gallivanting enjoying a week off it's just me and the bro we're just yeah we are not lonely we're not lonely and we're definitely busy we're really busy we're really busy we're so so busy we've got no one telling us what to do so we've made ourselves real busy yeah and you're off tomorrow and i'm like i'm I'm actually on my i'm on my own i don't know what you're gonna do i am going i have to do something so that if someone's like what did you do on wednesday yeah i'm gonna ask you on thursday what'd you do whoa i'm just joking i'm joking i will not yeah um very exciting stuff uh after we finish recording this show today Aradna's coming through the studio. She's going to be on the show on Thursday as well as uh, potentially Yaya. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. I'll chase that one up for you. Um, but thank you so much for tuning on in. Um, Evie and Harry are back next week. If you were like, man, too much of this soul guy. <laughs> Bad news. you got one more show to deal with, all right? Um, we'll be back Thursday. And until you see, uh, we see you then, as we always say, till fast we for and... Kakeets. There you go.